It's the praise down. Welcome to the praise down, everybody. Hello. We, we got we got a couple of announcements. Uh, I, Keith Huffman, will be performing stand-up comedy at Saints Bar in Oklahoma City on May 27th at 7 p.m. And please come out. That set will be recorded, and Conan needs to see it. The Barbarian. <laughs> the Booker for Camel. Uh, no, I will be showing it to Arthur Conan Doyle, though. <laughs> Laugh Factory on Baker Street's popping. If you think if you think this is a good podcast, if you like listening to it, come uh, check check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gtm. That's good trash media. Our our parent company, our pod daddies. Our pod papas. Ooh, I like pod papas better. I should have said that. Yeah, it's, it's I like it. Our, our, our pod Alex, are you uh, are you sautéing that uh, that good good interview we've we're, we've got? Yeah, I'm sautéing it right up. I'm doing that thing where you scoop some of the butter that you used to sauté it back over it. I can't remember. I think it's just basting. Is that just basting? Eh. Yeah, uh, the based god over here. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm I'm braising some hot takes. Mm-hmm. I'm frying up a basket of goose. I'm I'm a. Uh, I'm keeping the delivery on this entire episode pretty raw. <laughs> it, here in the here in Hex Kitchen. This is he- welcome to Hex Kitchen, the kitchen in Heck. <laughs> this is the praise down. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're listening you, to the praise down. You, it turns out, as it turns out, you're listening to the praise down. The nicest objective Christian music review podcast on the web. Yeah, we do our best. I'm Heath. I'm Alex. And we're not religious boys. No, but we are uh, just chefs of content. We are, we are content <laughs> chefs. Yeah, just oh, don't drop those. Oh, oh my gosh, I almost did. You got to pay attention. I you gotta know. Pay attention in the kitchen, or you're going to get eliminated <laughs> off of Hex Kitchen. You're going to get darned to heck. <laughs> With us is the co- the co-owner of String and Sound, a youth worship director. Yet yeah, you guessed it, a church. And she's working on an upcoming and untitled EP. Please welcome Molly K. Divine. Hi, Molly. Hello. Hi. It's uh, it's it's good to see you again. It's good to have you here in the kitchen. Yeah, it's so yeah. good to be here in Hex Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I've been darned to Heck. It's a it's <laughs> it's a high stress environment where people yeah. do get eliminated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, be be ready to perform. Mm. Uh, tell us a little bit more about String and Sound. What's what's going on there? Yeah. So I was hired on as a violinist and vocalist and just kind of performer a few years ago. 
And then the opportunity came to kind of partner up with one of the guys that started it. And so now I take on a little bit more responsibility and yeah. So yeah, it's fun. So who usually hires you? Brides. The grooms don't do it? Like black veil brides or regular ones? I have, ooh, good. I have only ever really spoken to one groom. Wow. Ever. It's 99% of the time it's the bride or sometimes even the mother of the bride. Yeah. That that would be the one contacting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does that usually go? Is it hectic? (laughs) Are you just trying to say heck as much as you can? No. <laughs> no. Oh. Hey, I will not get dunked on on my own podcast. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a lie. Um, I mean, it is stressful. I I get super stressed out with conflict, and so I'm kind of in the oh. wrong line of business when mm-hmm. it's really conflict has flown at me. Yeah, because it's a lot of a like notice, negotiating yeah. how much they're going to pay you and yeah. what you can and can't do. Well, and, like... and with, with like payment, though, it is a set okay. price. Okay. So I'm not having to negotiate with that. Sometimes people do try to lowball us, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty set like, I know I do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's your number one conflict resolution tactic? With weddings? Mm-hmm. Um, usually, if it's at the event and there's a problem arising or someone's stressed out, it'll be more of like a, yes, this is happening. This is our issue. This is, in my experience, this is what I think would be the best line of action to take. But again, this is your thing. I'm here working for you. So if you have something else you'd rather do, we'll go with that. But Mm -hmm. in my experience, XYZ works better. Mm Mm-hmm. Alex, what's your number one conflict resolution tactic? Uh, remind everybody that they're all friends. Whether they are or not, that usually works. Mm-hmm. And just do a lot of like... I don't know what my number one... I think I just try to diffuse the tension and then talk to each person uh, individually. <laughs> those are those seem good, guys. But those both seem good. Mm-hmm. Mine is seem more stressed out than everybody. Yeah. Even oh! if I'm not. That's such a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a real curb your enthusiasm way to like resolve conflict <sighs> because nothing makes people get along better than trying to make me okay together. <laughs> God, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's it's real. It's it's real cunning, and I'm a real. I'm playing 3D chess uh-huh. <laughs> with, with the people in my. <laughs> yeah, and they're playing 2D chess. You're in 3008, and they're in 2000 and late. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our, our our president in 3008 <laughs> is, uh, is actually just the game Nico Atsume. <laughs> <laughs> That's our president. And Vice President Baron Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Gamer Supreme. He got so good at gaming <laughs> that he uploaded his brain to the conscious, to, like, to the, the hive mind, the singularity. And uh, by doing that, gets to live forever and be vice president. I, I have one more thing to bring up before we move into the podcast mm. proper. I 
go to a gym where a lot of children's recreational sports happen. And every once in a while, like, I notice one of the team's names. Like sometimes it's regular basketball names like Raptors. Sure. There's a team that's playing basketball at this gym, a kid team. Their name is The Gamers. <laughs> you broke. You broke Alex. Oh, that's... <laughs> Did they learn to play basketball from, like, video games? See, here's the thing. They seem pretty good. <sighs> I hate that. <laughs> I mean... Technically, jocks are gamers. They're just IRL gamers. Mm. Whoa. That's meta. That's real deep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Jocks are gamers. Yeah. <laughs> jocks are gamers. Jocks, jocks are gamers. Yeah. That's, put that right in the Gospels because mm -hmm. that's, that really brings us together. <laughs> so, Molly. <laughs> how's your walk? Yeah, we're going to talk the walk. How, talk, talk the walk. Um... It's. You want to get that clean? We need a stinger for talk to walk. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> this is great. Just, just let me know. Talk the walk. <laughs> That's it. That's, yeah. Amazing. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Pra perfect. Pra I felt it needed to be cheesed up a bit. Absolutely. Pra it. Praise that. Mm -hmm. Praise that. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh. Retweet. Uh, <laughs> but um my Amen. walk Hallelujah retweet. Yeah. <laughs> is that what the new pope does mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. For, Hallelujah. for our listeners heath is cross he's doing the sign of the cross on his body and then every time he hits a point he's saying amen hallelujah retweet and then doesn't have a fourth one, but I don't think you need one because no. there's only three when you say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's like the Trinity. Yeah. Like Amen. The Trinity. Hallelujah. Retweet. Heart react. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> um, but my walk. Yes. Um, it's good, I guess. Um, mm. I was in this, like it was deconstructed mm -hmm. to nothing um when i was in high school like my junior year um had a pretty big thing happen and i was just just like everything was kind of shaken and so at that point i was basically like well i guess i'm an atheist because i don't know what i believe mm. and so it was like several years of like not praying not going to any services things like that um, and then did you ever think about it though? Did, like, did, were you thinking about God or did you just like wall it off totally and focus on other stuff? There were a few years that it was very like walled off. Uh -huh. I'm holding our microphones like this. I Sorry, don't know. I just got distracted. <laughs> like Chicago dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. Yeah. You're holding our microphones like sh Chicago dogs. Uh, but <laughs> I totally forgot what. You asked. Oh, there were yes, there were a few years that um, I just kind of like didn't. It was just walled off. Like didn't even think about it. Um, the first few years of college, I would I went to a few campus activities that you know were like Baptist 
your BCMs. Yeah, BCMs, things like that. Um, But it was definitely more of just like a, I grew up around people like this, so it was more of kind of like a wanting to fit in and have friendships, but it never it never stuck and i was just kind of like a this is not good to just do it just to do it like if i'm going to do this i want to have some something behind it you, you want to go whole hog yeah you want to be engaging with it rather yes. than just yeah than just there because i'm like i'm used to this rhythm and cycle yeah i'm used to people being this way yeah right i get it mm-hmm. did you grow up in church i did I did. Um, my which denom? It was Southern Baptist. Mm. Praise the mm. Lord. Mm. Amen. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was raised Southern Baptist. What are, What are your thoughts on that denom? <laughs> um, lots of thoughts. Go on. Um, mm-hmm. Pros first. Pros. Pros first. Um, Two stars and a wish. <laughs> Uh, pros, I think for those who are sold to the Southern Baptist denomination, I'll say, who, like, believe Mm. it and aren't having, like, doubts or anything like that, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they believe that the Bible is true, like, like, absolute truth. They don't have, or at least they don't talk about any doubts that they have mm-hmm. in um, that. Uh, their missions to basically everywhere but the people that are next to them. <laughs> right. Right. Like sending a lot of money to orphanages overseas, mm-hmm. things like that. You but, know, never mission under, trips. but never orphanages underseas. Ooh. Oh. That was good. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, no. Wait, I I can salvage this. Dolphinages. <laughs> That's it. Great. Great. Yes, yeah. Jill. I... Orcanages. Ooh, so even better. Very good. Even better. Okay. <laughs> you did get dunked on a little yeah, bit. Yes. Yeah, I got <laughs> But. Yeah, in that same vein, it's very much like people that I've I grew up with or were around that are in that. It's very much like, oh, you know, help these little brown children that are over here and starving. But mm-hmm. whenever it's someone that's right next to them, they're like, well, they just need to work harder. Yeah, and it's always stuff like, for just five dollars, you see this brown child. <laughs> For just five dollars a month, you can get you one. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like yes, can... no, they'll like have pictures on their fridge, and it's yeah. like, this is my kid. This is da, my da, kid. Da. I bought him. My parents did that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out and to Heath's which... parents who, uh, as of very recently, found out about this podcast. <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> can... What? Do you... It's okay. Go on. <laughs> it's okay. Your parent, my parents, will never listen to this podcast. <laughs> I just didn't know if they had listened to an episode and what they thought about I, it. I don't tell them where the button to get to podcast is. <laughs> That's good. What if they find out about Chapo Trap House? <laughs> Here's my impression of my dad finding out about Chapo Trap House. Okay. Hey, dude. Uh, 
I've, I found the podcast button, <laughs> and and one of my work buddies told me to check out. Now, excuse me, I'm, I'm going to try Chapo Trap House. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it he did because he didn't get anywhere into it yeah i heard some i heard some language i didn't like <laughs> I, re- I didn't get in i didn't get in far enough to know what it was about some language is such a good because they never say uh-huh. bad language they're mm-hmm. just there was some language <laughs> yep yeah yep mm-hmm. um but they sponsored a they sponsored an african child mm-hmm. And the letter that came in had two different names for this kid on it. Fuck. And so they just had no idea what the kid's name was until the second piece of mail came in and it had one name on it. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing that they don't just double down and let you name the kid. Oh my gosh. I, I think if you like double your rate. You can name the kid. You can name the kid Chapo Trap House. <laughs> now for only 10 payments of nineteen ninety five, oh you too can name your own African child. <laughs> Buy now, get a second one for free. Only one yep. supplies last. Operation Christmas Child. <laughs> So, so oh, you yes, Jill. <laughs> Christmas shoes. I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes make us smile. Or just your size, yeah. Could you help, Jill, sir? Sir, I want to buy this child (laughs) (laughs) And be his mama, please (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas Eve and this kid is just her size (laughs) (laughs) That gets real weird real quick (laughs) This analog doesn't carry Great what are the okay? I, I it's time, n- now that we're through thin, thinly veiled pros cons. <laughs> cons. Um, they don't allow room for discussion when people have doubts. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned, like I had a, a close friend that went through a year of just not being like. I grew up in the church. Like I think I've believed this since I was a small child, but. Now do I just believe this because I've been exposed to this since I was a young child? And so she went through like a year of just like, I don't know what's going on. And people would just be like, pray about it. And they weren't able to have welcoming conversations of like, hey, that's okay. Mm -hmm. So (gasps) there's a a, a sweet little black cat. Just the cat has arrived. Hopped on my lap, and I love black cats, and it's my dream to one day own a black cat um, and name it Gigi, uh, just like a Kiki's delivery Gigi service. Allen. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Two Sorry. kinds of people on this show. <laughs> I came up with this analogy for growing up Baptist that I was that I that I'm kind of proud of. Okay. Southern Baptist is a denomination of people that want to like 
it's it's like wanting to go on a diet, but instead of learning about food, it's somebody telling you you need to eat six almonds at eleven a.m. Mm. and at one a.m. you need to have eight ounces of tuna and a bagel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, so- instead of engage, and that's like the most that it gets engaged with. There's mm. there's only one sort of way to engage with your faith in a in a space like that, and that is just here's how it's done just do it like this and and it's gonna be good probably but um Mm. you're not learning like what protein is or whatever right you don't get Mm. any of the underlying concepts you just get a bunch of execution that you have no context for yeah Mm. at least that was my experience and i kind of think that we're uh barking up the same tree with that the tree of knowledge you're barking up the tree of knowledge. Tree of life. Between good and evil. Is that right? Is that mm-hmm. the one? Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you guys so much. So, how long did this Baptist cake go? Up until high school when you started deconstructing? Yeah, so it... Which, I mean, I'm totally comfortable with talking about what exactly happened. I don't know if you guys even want to get into that. Do oh, it. Yeah. Okay. Go go for it. Okay. Um so yeah, grew up Baptist, Southern Baptist. Um mm-hmm. went to all the camps, all that jazz. Uh the first time I was quote unquote saved was liter it was second grade and I was at a VBS and I had no idea what was going on. All I know is that people started raising their hands and I was mm-hmm. like Okay, so I raised my hand too, and then someone came and talked to me. And the next thing I remember, uh, I'm in the back of my mom's car, and we're driving to talk to the pastor of our church. And she's like, "Okay, so when he asks you, like, who's Jesus to you? Like, do you say this?" And was basically like coaching me through it. You got coached. Yeah. Whoa. And I, I love my mom, and I don't think she realized how, you know bad that was yeah Mm -hmm. i really don't think she did um and i think that happens a lot people are just like oh my gosh my kids you know did this but i had i had no idea what was going on right that's that well-meaning baptist thing yeah right they're just doing they're just doing the baptist thing of going okay when this happens do this and Mm -hmm. don't do anything else Yeah. yeah yeah it's like code yes and so um then you know, went on, da, 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 still doing all the camps, jazz, all that jazz. Um, and then in high school, I was, when I was a freshman in high school, um, I sort of realized, like, I didn't know what was going on then. I didn't know really what I believed. Um, and then I just had a moment where it clicked for me. And then, you know, just like what, like, Jesus did made sense to me and it was kind of this renewed view and a like seeing that it wasn't like you said, you know, eat these almonds at this time and like do Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z and then that's going to be good. And just Mm -hmm. kind of realized the, that, um, but then, so I was musical. I mean, Mm -hmm. just grew Mm -hmm. up playing instruments and things like that. And so you had a song in your heart (laughs) guys. How I got into leading worship was I was at a Falls Creek, and they had a talent show. Yes. I, I still don't know why I did it or what my motivator really was. I think it's because my parents were just like, oh, you should play this song. 
I played and sang I Can Only Imagine. Awesome. I was hoping for <laughs> Mercy Came Running <laughs> by PCD. <laughs> one, one time... <laughs> One time I was at a mission strip and there was a talent show and uh-huh. I did This Is Halloween from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes! I was, in like, I was fully in like seventh grade oh. and like I just did it. It might have been like eighth or ninth. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I was messed That's up. That's fantastic. You want to know why I was never a worship leader? Mm-hmm. Why? The first talent show I ever did, I played Zelda songs on an ocarina I bought online. Badass. What's an ocarina? It's the... It's the clay flute in the popular Zelda franchise. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. See, I would have been like, dude, let's bring that talent in. Use it for the Lord. It was yeah. it, it was a very, <laughs> I had a very weird set. I was in sixth mm-hmm. grade. Uh. I played two Zelda songs. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly theme. Awesome. And, <laughs> and Auld Lang Syne. It was summer. <gasps> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I didn't, uh, that's beautiful. I, I didn't have any sense of these are just the ones I know. Here they, <laughs> yeah. here you, here you go. How old were you? Oh, uh, how old are kids in sixth grade? Like 11? Oh, okay, so sixth grade. Yeah. But I, I mean, that kind of okay. gives a kids were eleven in sixth grade. Probably, I was ten. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that makes sense. I was however old kids are minus one. <laughs> I was. I also had yeah. that problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the year before I did This Is Halloween, I did Experimental Film from the the one the They Might Be Giant song that they did for Homestar Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sang that. That is fantastic. I love that. Yeah. So you just got the gig right then and there? Well, then the guys on the worship team were like, hey, you should, you should come lead worship with us. And so it was this time of... Here are these songs that talk about God and Jesus and all these things, mm-hmm. but not under like having any idea what worship was about. No, there was no one being like, "This is why we worship," or you know, "This is our goal." Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what I've since learned, and I was I so wish that there had been someone there to coach you, me along the way. What'd you learn? I learned. I learned. I learned so much. Um, I actually did a, a worship internship and it was good and horrible and great all at the same time. Um, that's two good adjectives <laughs> and one bad one. So it seems two thirds good. Um, but just learning that, I guess an analogy for worship is like anchors and then arrows. So singing things, two good tattoos. right? <laughs> Basic girl starter pack tattoos <laughs> with Philippians four thirteen, <laughs> but discreet little ankle butterfly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Philippians four twenty. Wait, 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 wait. Are you gonna look up what Philippians four twenty is? Do you want me to no. get? You want me to get Philippians four twenty clean? Here you go. <laughs> yes, but. Yeah, so like worship is more of a time to sing things that will anchor like hearts in truth and then also that I'm bad. I forgot what the arrow analogy is. This is bad. Pierces. 
<laughs> but basically, like, let's to fi- anchor let's and figure then... it out right now. <laughs> I can look on my notes. I can. But but what if we figured what it out? What if we figured it out? I yeah, go for it. Uh, to pierce through the heavens and let... That's Gurren Lagann stuff. Oh, no, you're right, have, you're right. Speaking of piercing, have you seen the short like meme video where it is a Bethel song mixed with the unicorn song from The Office? No. It is great. It's th- the same key and melody and everything. What? It is a work of art. You can wow. you can look it up if you if you'd like to play it for oh, our listeners. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me see. Oh heck yeah! Sorry. Heck, Lent. God, heck come yes. on. Uh, let's see. Um. Yeah. Look up Bethel. Horn can pierce the sky. We are team horns here. We are team horns. While he's doing that, mm-hmm. arrows. So, I think it might have something to do with. Yes, the like the grounding aspect of anchors, but it's also mm-hmm. maybe something with a higher mobility stat, right? Uh, so, is it is it like an outreach sort of? Or like reminders of how to like go out and love people, I think, and how to mm-hmm. treat those around us. So things to anchor ourselves in, and then kind of challenges of things how to, to work go. toward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you meant arrows from a bow, but I th- it's like arrows pointing in the right direction. Yeah, I think it is like bow and arrow. Ah, okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, just like yeah. I'm not Propel finding forward. But all that to say, if it's not clear already, I very much am on the. Okay, what do I need to remind myself of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you, especially with working with teenagers, with what they are going through right now, what do they need to be reminded of? Not to eat Tide Pods. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have one. Excuse, listener, excuse the hacky Tide Pod bit that I'm rehashing. Eat Tide Pods, seriously. They're good for you. Like, kids need to be stronger than us. And if they build up an immunity to poison, that's one less way they can die. Yeah, the next wave of evolution. That's one less way the cops can kill them. Yeah, when they upheave upheave the state. That's why I I can't uh, wait for the tear gas challenge. (laughs) Right. Every every night before he goes to bed, I I mace my son. (laughs) Pepper spray him so that one day he'll be an antifa super soldier. Yeah, I started off with pepper spray and I diluted it and then just used stronger and stronger pepper spray. And now his eyes are immune. It just bounces off. You see, I tase my son. Oh, no. We'll be right back. Yeah. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So, you... So... I'm I'm trying to get a good sense of the timeline here. So when did you start doing the worship thing? And where does that sort of fall in with everything else? Yeah, okay. So timeline. Falls Creek, I think it was sixth or seventh grade mm-hmm. year. And then they're like, oh, you should do worship. So leading worship, leading worship, leading worship. And then my junior year of high school is when the big kaput happened Mm -hmm. um and 
stayed, like, continued to go to youth group and church and, like, lead worship. And then it was really the end of my senior year that all of that just deconstruction happened. Mm. Mm -hmm. And just kind of like, I don't know what I believe right now. And so we're just going to start at zero Mm. and then work our way up from there or not. So. So what brought you back? So I, like I said, I would, you know, go to events, things like that, but never really felt like I fit in just because at least from my perspective, they may not have but at least from my perspective it was very much this facade of having to have everything put together Mm -hmm. and there wasn't this open vulnerability um whether that be of like doubts or like struggles like things you're going through Mm -hmm. um and so there is a sort of positivity or else thing yeah 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 and i was just like i'm not about this so um then i don't it was maybe the end of my sophomore year, beginning of my junior year of college, middle of junior year, I'm not sure, um, that I started praying again. Just kind of like, these are things that I don't understand. I'm not sure if I think that you're really there. But this is me just kind of like tiptoeing out and being like, I'm going to start just seeing again, just trying again mm-hmm. um and so in those prayers of just like confusion and being like i don't know what i believe but i'm just kind of here sending out a radio signal uh then this particular church started just like coming to my mind and it was just like standing out for some reason mm-hmm. and i fought it i fought going there because i was like I've been hurt and it sucked and I don't want to be a part of another group of believers because I don't want to be hurt again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, which is now funny thinking back to it, but actually I got, I ended up going there to that church because I started dating a guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I was just flat out with him like, I don't, you know, I want to believe this, but I'm not there yet in believing this. Right. And so I'm kind of in this, I don't know, stage, but I want to search for whatever truth is out there. And so he was like, yeah, let's go. And so he knew people at this church. And so we started going together, like got involved with um, like one of the small groups that meets once a week type thing. Um, and so that kind of just began this resurgence type thing. Um, and the community there was very much like, yeah, we've all had doubts. We've all thought like, is this really real? Or like, is this certain thing about the Bible real and things like that? And so it was a very much Mm -hmm. like come as you are thing, which was what I needed and wanted um and so yeah and then i you know wasn't getting involved i did not want to get involved again just because again that hurt and not wanting to get hurt again Mm -hmm. and then i had went to this kind of outbreak type thing that was on 
like the church and then the arts and things like that and how artists can incorporate, you know, their faith into their works or just, you know, let's say, you know, a comedian or something like that, how they can just be cool to their fellow comedians and Mm -hmm. love them how they're supposed to. That's bananas. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, Christian comedy. We have a we have a bananas DVD of Christian comedy. Why is it called bananas? We don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like any banana I've it seen. <laughs> it's a yellow shirt though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But yeah, so and I had I posted about it on Facebook how I went to this thing and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, and then one of my friends was like, oh, I used to go here and I played on the worship team like you should totally talk to so-and-so and and get involved like because you usually worship and all this stuff and so i was like okay like i'm not sure if i'm ready for that yeah um but again at this time i was praying semi-regularly you know like stuff like that and um had an interview to like be a part of worship and they found out i played violin and so it was very much like oh yeah come on (laughs) yeah yeah so um and at that time i did i did want to be a part of it and i wanted to be around you know musicians because at that time too was when i began working with string and sound um and so it was just kind of getting back to that um and so that began a few months of just a really sweet time of feeling loved and cared for and like i was starting to have a relationship with God again, and that? yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, was asked to do the internship at the church mm. um, for worship, and then that kind of began because before that I really hadn't opened up to anyone about what had happened at my church in high school, and which I probably I, you know I should have done in hindsight I should have done beforehand just because I know that that would have sped up the healing process. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah. And then that began kind of another deconstruction type, like phase two. Um, and then I had kind of this supernatural experience about to <laughs> for the listeners at home. Mm-hmm. Alex just... Move, like leaned forward in his seat at yeah, the word I got of excited. supernatural. Yeah, he um, loves the CW. That's why. T- yeah, oh, yeah. Misha Collins. <laughs> so a supernatural experience. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah. What what I'm happened? What what, what ha- yeah? Come on. Yeah. Okay. So. I feel like I need to go into like what happened at my old church too. Cause I feel like that kind of all plays in sure. together sure. as long as you feel comfortable. Yeah. 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 Um, so like I said, I was a worship leader, which especially with Southern Baptist denomination, women in leadership is this weird thing. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. like, you can hang out with the kids and you can be over here, but you can, you can have a solo. <laughs> In the service. In a special mm-hmm. during offering. Yep. Right. Yes. So what was happening was in youth, people were coming 
from the Sunday services, they were coming to the youth worship services because they were like, I feel like this is just an open space. This is a free space to worship. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, you know, just a, a piano and then up from the grave heroes like yeah. type thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that new religion on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> I can't worship with it by myself. This new religion ain't got the same soul as that old time religion. Him and all. <laughs> oh. Whoa. 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 Air horn. Air horn. Shit. <laughs> Oh, I'm never prepared for when I. Uh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying though. Like this whole. Yes, and so, like I said, people started coming to the worship times on Wednesday nights because you know they're like, oh, okay, this is more. This just works better for mm-hmm. me. Um. And so then the leadership decided, oh, okay, we're going to have the youth worship team lead like once a month on Sundays. And so cool. we're all jazzed, you know. And so at this time, I was the one leading, and then there – so I was a junior in high school, and then there were a bunch of senior guys that made up the rest of the band. Mm. Um, and so it was – I'm not even sure how far out before we were set to lead on that Sunday – and then I was called into, at that time, we didn't have a lead pastor. We were, like, in and out of people filling in, interim pastor type situation. Mm-hmm. And, but one of the people that was on teaching staff, uh, I was pulled into his office with the youth pastor. And the youth pastor's face, he was, like, red. And you could tell he was, like, mad. You think they just got done fighting or something? Yes. And so I was like, oh, gosh, like, what am I walking into? Like, what is this? And so I sit down and basically... What they said was, so yeah, we want you we want you to lead on Sunday, like from the stage. But um, the thing is, you know, you're a woman, and so you can lead vocally, but you can't pray from the stage. Mm-hmm. You have to stand at a certain point on the stage, like equal to the guy that's singing like backup vocals and lead guitar. And so that's like the consensus that we've. Wow. That was the compromise. Yes. That was the compromise. Jeez. And so I was the only one in the whole band that knew that, which I thought all the other guys knew. But then once we got to practice in the main like sanctuary part, oh no, you had to explain it to them. The thing is I didn't though. I was, Like, as soon as that meeting happened, I just, like, kind of shut down. Mm. And I was like, what? Because at that point, I was going to go to um, OBU in Shawnee and study worship arts. Like, that's why I already had, like, the dean of the school was like, hey, like, we really want you. Like, I have these scholarships for you, da 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 Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I'm like, okay. And so we get on the stage for practice with the band and they're all like, Oh Molly, sit, like stand in the middle. Like da, 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 da. And I'm like, no guys, like I can't like they, I'm they, them having no idea. Oh, that's worse. That yeah. I had come, they didn't know, like find out until much later. And then of course they were all pissed. Sure. And they're like, we would have like <laughs> fought for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so around that same time, which I found out later that it, this was all connected. 
um, the worship director for Sunday mornings retired very abruptly. And then, so the, one of the ladies who had been doing like background vocals, you know, would sing like a few songs or whatever, um, was going to lead that Sunday because he just quit so abruptly. So what happened is they're back behind the stage getting ready for the service. And one of the guitarists, who's a man, um, comes up to her and says, hey, uh, I just want you to know that a few people in the crowd, including myself, won't be able to, like, worship today. And she's like, oh, my gosh, like, are you okay? Like, did something happen? Like, what's going on? And he said, yeah, we're not going to be able to worship because uh, you're a woman and you're you're leading in this moment, and we just don't think that that's biblical. Wow. Literally right before the service started. Like minutes before? Yes. Amazing. That's... Right. So unprofessional. Right. <laughs> Aside yeah. from all the other myriad problems. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And turns out um, he led for a while, which this guy, he would always wear these huge Hawaiian shirts. You know, awesome. literally, like, you can tell he was just like, man, like, I play guitar, I'm up here. Well, then the one Sunday that he actually led, he had, like, a whole new outfit on, you know, hair slicked over all. Ugh. So it was one of those things. But, um, so obviously, my parents, they're so funny. They, I don't think they realize that they're feminists. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and they, you don't want to say it to them because you'll yes, scare them off. I don't want to scare them off. Yeah. But they actually are feminists, so it's great. But, um, of course, they were not happy. Sure. Like, you mess with our Molly K. Yeah. <laughs> light up your A-double-Q. <laughs> Al- Albuquerque. You, you, yeah, yeah you, you can cuss. Okay. I was yeah. like, I was trying to not, it's okay. you know. Don't, don't, your... don't let our... Um, don't let our... Are you Squeaky guys, clean images intimidate you are, into not cussing. Are you giving up? Lint, are you giving up cur- some language uh-huh. for lint? We're we're giving up a few choice words specifically so on the podcast. Just on the lint. podcast, gotcha. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, parents were not happy, hmm. and so we had a meeting with that kind of senior teacher guy, and he like came to the house, explained all these things, yada yada yada, um, and after this big long spiel. He goes, he like leans forward, you know, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and is like, "So, after 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 our talk, like, do you feel better?" And I sat there and I go, "No." Yeah. And my dad just starts cracking of up. Of course. I, and then I go into I this I literally said this to this lead pastor. Yeah. Um, I said, "So you're telling me I can't lead worship because I have a V instead of a P." Yeah. I used that exact, like, I That's said those That's so words. funny. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, you know, trying to do all these trying different things. Trying to talk things. around it. Yes. And then my dad ended up going into, uh, so that guy in leadership, um, I don't even want to call him a pastor. That's not yeah, really no. accurate. I don't want to give him. Yeah, yeah. You can't. That's not really. Yeah. That blockhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that sang. Oh, this was a different guy. Sorry. Oh, okay. Different guy. Oh, a blockhead yes. that was in charge of this. Yes. <laughs> um, so my dad. So at that time, this man is going through a divorce, but he's oh still no. in eldership. And so my dad said, "Well, I mean, if we're gonna boil down to it, you know, technically, you shouldn't still be an elder since you are divorced." 
Yeah, my dad. Awesome. Yeah, it okay. was great. It was great. I absolutely <laughs> love this because he showed up to make you be cool with it in private, mm-hmm. which never, never give in to yeah. people who like try to make you cool with things in private. Yeah. But and then you guys turned it around and dunked on him. <laughs> Your dad owned him. Floyd Divine. <laughs> That's how Floyd on Divine. Him. Just posterized this dude. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the guy just, like, shut down, got really red. And he's like, well, you know, so-and-so-and-so-and-so uh, said that it's okay. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And my dad goes, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you uh, <laughs> if you look at the, uh, like, pulling on his Tugging shirt his collar. Right. Flipping <laughs> nervously yeah. through a Bible. <laughs> if you look at the writings of... Oh, St. Thomas Aquinas, you could see right here on page 58. That, uh, yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny, and I'm glad yeah. your, your dad didn't put up with it. I'm oh, glad you didn't put up with it. It was, yeah. So, so, what, so, so how does this tie into the supernatural thing at the church that you're at now? Yeah, so because that really was the big thing that made me deconstruct my faith and be like, well, shit like if i like you know these this thing that i feel like i'm supposed to do that mm-hmm. people have told me i have giftings in um if i'm not allowed to do this because of my genitalia then like what what's real how come you can how come you have fewer access to fewer experiences yeah right? yeah yeah because it's something that i cannot like control, control. yeah so um yeah, that's really – and so what happened was once I was at that church that I'm currently at now mm-hmm. um, and that kind of reconstruction started happening, um, but then that was still like a burning question for me because that was never answered. Mm-hmm. And so it was like I had a few months whenever I first started you know, going back to church services that I was kind of like, okay, like, you know, God's goodness, God's love, like these things that, um, I'd heard repeated, but then, um, that question of because I'm a woman type thing just started, it just kept eating at me. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I, I can't just keep going on this when I don't understand this. Um, and I, had been asked to be like a small group leader at a camp, um, which when the time I said yes, you know, I was health, quote unquote healthy, like healthy walk, you know, mm-hmm. relationship. Um, and so I said, yes. Well then at the camp, it was w- one of the nights after the service, the kids would like come and they would pick which leader they wanted to have their small group discussion with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just kind of, zoned out and on the verge of tears because I was like, I, I feel like I shouldn't even be here. And like these kids came up to me and they were like, Molly, are you okay? Like they could tell that I was upset. And I was like, Hey guys, like I, can you go with another small group leader for tonight? Like, I just can't, I can't talk to you guys tonight. Like I have some things that I need to like pray about. Mm-hmm. So they go, oh, okay. And they like all gave me hugs. It was real sweet. Oh, you know, these, no. these, it was real sweet. Um, and what ended up happening, I walked out of the cabin, <laughs> and I walked all the way down this hill to my car and just sat there and bawled my eyes out. Like, and I've only told one other person this before, so. Awesome. Praise oh. down exclusive. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Only on the Praise Down. <laughs> Exclusive it. content only to the Praise Down. We'll put this anecdote up on the pr- Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make them pay. Yes. Uh, but I was literally like sitting, like just banging my fists and like on my steering wheel mm. and just crying and like sh- just yelling at mm. God and like wanting to understand and so <laughs> what I ended up doing like as I'm like pounding my fist I started like cry singing I have decided to follow Jesus yes <laughs> because at this point I was like I'm just holding on mm. until I absolutely don't believe this mm-hmm. or absolutely do believe this yeah. and so that was one of the last days of the camp. And then the next week I was at another camp <laughs> and I, I almost didn't go. I almost yeah. just called him. I was like, I can't do this, but it was, it would be the day before they left. And I was like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> you got obligations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're, it's like, I don't even remember what night it was of the camp and we're in a worship service and I'm, you know, everyone's singing these songs and I'm just, I'm sitting there because I'm like, I'm not going to just sing to sing. Mm-hmm. That's not helpful. Like, I'll let them sing this around me or like over me, but I'm not going to just sing this to say these words. And then um, the person that was leading, they went into this remake of, it's an old hymn, uh, how deep the father's love for us, mm. but that has an added kind of refrain. A rap break. Yes. <laughs> but it just goes into like, how deep is your love? How deep is your love? God. And just repeats that for a few times. Mm. Um, and the worship leader before he went into it was like, Hey, basically went into, it's okay to have doubts. It's okay to not be 100% sold on this. It's okay to ask questions. Um, and so basically encouraged us he's like whether you are singing it like man yeah how great is the love of god type thing whether you're doing that you can also do that or if you you have questions and you're not sure about this you can make it a question like just how deep is your love hey how great is this christ guy yeah <laughs> and so especially coming I'm from not a sold. <laughs> But especially coming from like a a Southern Baptist background, that was so refreshing. And so just was sitting there. And so I was like, okay, I can't sing this other part, but I'm going to ask that question. Like, you know, show me how deep this love you say you have is. Um, And so also this church is pretty charismatic. Mm. Whereas, you know, people in my community group that I was a part of would be like, oh, I had this dream, like, da-da-da-da-da, or would, like, have prophetic prayer over people where they're like, hey, I got this picture of this house. I don't know what that has to do with you. And the person would be like, oh, hey, actually, like, this is, I've been praying about this thing that has to pertain to that. And so I had seen it happen where people knew these things about, others that there's no way they could have known mm-hmm. it about them um and 
have these pictures or visions or whatever that were encouraging for those people. And it was never anything like bad or toxic. It was always very like encouraging and like reassuring type thing. So I was like, okay, this maybe this is okay. Um, so during this worship service, and of course growing up, sorry, I keep thinking of different things, dad, but growing up Southern Baptist, I was like, visions are, that's not real, you know, like all this stuff. And so in this worship service and they're singing this song, how deep the father's love and Mm -hmm. Like, I'm closing my eyes, and I'm just like, you know, like, just how deep is your love? Like, I'm just asking that question. Mm. And all of a sudden, this <laughs> this picture started playing in my head, mm. and it scared me. And so I, like, opened my eyes because I was like, crap, like this, like, I didn't think that. And... Like I totally, I totally understand if you don't believe me because like I wouldn't believe, I wouldn't believe me either. Oh, we're not a skeptical podcast. No. Yeah, but Go it, on. like, it was not like I ch- actively tried to think of other things, and I could not get mm-hmm. this out of my head. Righteous. What was it? And so I was like, okay, so like close my eyes again and just like let it kind of play in my brain. And so it was this static that was jagged and kind of broken glass-like, like shards. It was just mm. very sharp, pointed, static. And um, there was this very small bird that was frantic, like frantically, I should say, not frantically, <laughs> frantically trying to get through it, but just was kind of lost and had no idea where to go. And then this big hand was like reaching towards it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This hand's going to, like, save this bird. And then all of a sudden it cut to black. And so I was like, okay. And I, I, it's, again, I tried to actively think of other things. I was like, okay, cute puppies, you know, sailboats. Yeah. Sudden, and I could not. Oh, okay. And so it's this. it was black. Well, then as it's kind of, like, coming into focus, um, it was this big, vast black ocean. Kind of like the the Jaws poster where it's like light at the top, but then just okay, blackness. yeah, 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 yes. And so, and then I see myself like floating down, like lifelessly into the darkness. Oh, like Whoa. the opening of Kingdom Hearts. Yep. <laughs> <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> The look Heath just gave Alex. I wish you listeners at home could see he it. He was also about to say that, I think. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I was. Got played. He got duped. But it, it stayed at that same vantage point from, like, just the whole ocean. And then, literally, I was, like, microscopic, like, coming down. And then this hand, which I assume, like, it was, like, the hand of God, like, kind of went underneath me and I was like, oh, cool. Like God's going to pull me out of this. Yeah. And, um, as it, I'm just kind of there in his hand and I'm like, oh yeah, he's going to pull me up. This is going to be awesome. Um, I just hear this voice say like, I can't pull you out of this yet, but 
I'm going to hold you while you're down here. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I've told that story and not cried. So <laughs> You're doing great. No, no, no. You're doing great. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, and so, uh, of course, like I'm like bawling. Of course, and I, I wanted to be clear that this is also a very crying friendly podcast. Yeah, cry, yeah. crying, yeah. Uh, <laughs> crying kicks crap. Yeah, it totally <laughs> kicks crap. <laughs> oh man, uh, but um, yeah. So I like opened my eyes and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> um, and so that I like held on to that. I was like okay, I don't know where this ends, but, like, I, I guess I guess God told me that he's going to, like, hold me while I'm down here through it. Um, and so, yeah, that was just this really weird thing. And, of course, like, I was still, like, trying to think, like, oh, no, maybe I imagined that, but... Again, like I was actively trying to think of something else and I could yeah. not think of anything else. And so that was what the crazy thing was. It was like this, just this movie that was playing and I couldn't push pause. I also yeah. love how allegorical that vision was. It was very, mm -hmm. it was like David Lynchy almost, yeah, especially was, with the bird and the static. Like mm -hmm. it was, it, it's very coherent, which I like. Right. Also, Alex nor I are very skeptical people. Yeah, no, we're 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 I'm in fully. Yeah, here. yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's real. It, here's the thing: it's real because you experienced it, mm -hmm. right? Like you don't need to you don't need to justify you don't need to justify an experience to anybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just know that I was that kind of person. Yeah, where I was very skeptical, and it, it's the exact type of imagery also that's kind of used in the bible mm -hmm. <laughs> it's that like all of like joseph's visions are that kind of allegory mm -hmm. it's never like it's it's not that's so raven you know what i mean yeah. no it's 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 not so raven it's not so it's not it's not raven. so raven it's raven but it's not so right. raven mm -hmm. but um so is that kind of where you are now for the, f like, for the first time. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Phone call. <laughs> Leave it in. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, I was like. Sorry. 500 okay. or 400, 500, 800 club. What's the, I don't know. Oh my god. Oh, that was the, the Kingdom fantastic. Hearts piano, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I was like, okay, we're having a ministry moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so that kind of began this time of I don't understand these things, and that's okay, but I'm going to hold on to these things that at least like my heart and my mind know are true. Um, and so, which is something that I keep being reminded of. Like there's a, um, a podcast based kind of, it's hosted by people that, you know, grew up in religion, faith, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we're atheist 
and then like one of them also had like a supernatural experience and then was like whoa okay so brought back to like believing again um but they went into this thing where it's a uh professor at duke and she was saying that a part of a thing that she encourages her students to do whenever they're praying is to start with I don't understand this. Like, Lord, I don't understand this. This is what I'm having a hard time dealing with right now. You know, I don't understand X, Y, Z, but this is what I know for sure. And so, like, please reveal these answers to these questions that I have, but give me patience while you don't, mm -hmm. you know, before you reveal them. Yeah, it's a very emptying thing, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I, I talk about the cloud of unknowing on this podcast a lot. Um, I have it in a while, I guess, but... Mm -hmm. It's it's this sort of idea of praying that involves you freeing yourself of your assumptions of what God is or mm -hmm. what God does, which I think is really cool. It's kind of a meditative sort of internal version mm -hmm. of prayer that I wasn't really taught to engage with. Mm. And I've kind of played around with that idea for a while. Like, you don't have to understand things to engage with those things. Yeah. Right? Like... When I watched Fight Club when I was 16, I didn't understand that movie, but I engaged with it. That's exactly what I also, that's my philosophy with getting people to watch pro wrestling <laughs> and also Doctor Who. Mm. Like, there's way more canon in both than you're ever going to be able to internalize. So just, like, pick a boy you like to watch and enjoy it. <laughs> there's plenty of boys. Pick your favorite boy. Yeah. <laughs> and root for that boy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's. There's there's nothing there's no there's no sort of actual gatekeeping element that's keeping you from engaging with a thing that you want to engage with. Yeah. And anybody who tells you otherwise, anybody mm -hmm. who tells you that you need to know this, that, and the other thing, or you need to do this thing in order to engage with this thing, is mm -hmm. is uh, is selling you a um, a pile of crud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You guys um, you guys want to. Roll on to the other bits. We sh yeah, yeah. We we did real quick. Hey, what? How do you pray? How do I pray? Yeah, yeah. You can answer that however you want. Yeah. As detailed. So I kind of kind of went into it a little bit, um, but just kind of I start with thanking, thanks, you know, mm -hmm. God for different things, um, and then go into. The, these are things that I don't understand, or this is something that I am like, why is this happening in the world <laughs> type thing, which is happening a lot now. Um, and then go into a time of, like, while I don't understand these things, and while I see you making these changes in whether it be people or, like, institutions, um would you just remind me that you are loving, that you are good, that you are equal parts just and merciful? Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what it, it goes into. It's very much, I don't pray for myself mm. a lot anymore since my kind of reconstruction. It's more of a, like... 
like I said, kind of praying against like institutions, like social constructs of whether it be racism, mm. sexism, mm. Um, classism, mm-hmm. all that jazz. Power in general, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That rules. Yeah, that owns yeah. bones for yeah, sure. That's, that's a good way to pray. I love it. Thanks. I, folks, that, that was the, uh, the first half of the Praise Down, the podcast where Heath and Alex gradually become Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Donate to the Patreon, and you'll get to see the um, progress bar above both of our heads. Should they, should they tithe 10% to the Patreon? Honestly, Ooh. if you give us 10%, give 10% of your income. <laughs> Joel Osteen, can I play the organ the Patreon. right here? Yeah. Underneath? I have decided <laughs> to donate to the praise down. I have decided to donate to the praise down. I have decided to donate to the praise down. I was doing down. the praise down. <laughs> I was doing the chord progression from Look On Down from the Bridge by Mazzy Star. I just oh. realized. <laughs> Mama Mashup. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go let's go into another Sorry. bit yeah uh, we, let's, we, we got well, let's let's talk about joey's recommendation family force five, five iron frenzy okay. we have we haven't covered family force five iron frenzy <laughs> uh, on this we haven't covered family for <laughs> <laughs> we haven't covered family force five on this ep- on this podcast yet so let's just it's just kind of popcorn it. Let's play the songs that have the funnest titles. Oh, I'm so excited We've got for this. Chainsaw mm. featuring Tadashi. Amen. Retweet. Cool. Yeah, they like the way I do this. When I crank it like a chainsaw. Yeah, they like the way I do this. What? When I crank it like a chainsaw. Full throttle, heavy metal, set the bar, next level, way slang. What? I didn't know. Hang on. Don't. Oh, man. They, sh- they should write walkout music for wrestling. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're Atlanta-based. like net, like yeah. They're from like Atlanta. So that is some dirty South. Film City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think South they actually around. have they have a song, I think, that has Dirty South in the title. Yeah, let's find or that something one. like that. Okay, let's find it. Um, there's a lot, so this is going to be yeah quite a bit. The catalog is quite extensive. I'm going to see if I can't find. Uh-huh. There's one called Country Gentleman, and Country Gentleman is spelled with a K. Oh, for no, for fucking, for no reason. <laughs> I, I I like that choice. Oh, Cray Button is good. Mm. Featuring Lecrae, yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to look at the album that I listened to the most. Oh, there's the Christian version of The Wobble. No. It's literally called Wobble. Whoa. And they tried to make the dance, like a dance, line dance, a thing. It didn't stick, though. I can't believe that. Let's try Wobble by Family Force 5. Mm. Let's see what happens here. Mm-hmm.
This is just walkout music. Yeah, this is absolutely <laughs> wrestler walkout music. It's exactly, it's like, it's rap rock, but it's also neither. Like, what's that? Just, yeah. yeah. It's the right pace to walk out on uh, yeah. what Jill okay. said. So I'm just going to read this bio Thank you. Er- uh-huh. earnestly. Okay. okay. Family Force 5. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I need to try that again. FF5, <laughs> formerly known as Family Force 5, is an American rock band from Atlanta, Georgia. The band formed in 2005 by brothers Solomon Soul Glow Activator, Joshua Fatty, and Jacob Crouton Olds, along with their friends... Nathan Curran, Nay Daddy, and Brad Allen, 20 Cent, later replaced by Derek Mount, Chapstick. The group has released five studio albums, nine EPs, and two remix albums. They're often noted for their raucous party-centric persona and eclectic mix of genres, ranging from rap metal to dance pop. Now, you guys may have noticed everyone got a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. But should everyone have got a nickname? The, the only band that's allowed to, for the only band that's allowed for every member to have a nickname is the Insane Clown Posse. Amen. And Hallelujah. the Aquabats. Yes. Yes, I will. Uh, thank you, Jill. Um, I'm going to read the also known as. Oh no. Oh. These are uh, the, these are. Other names the band has gone by. Uh huh. Tell me how these hit you. Okay. Drum roll. The Brothers. Oh, no. Ground Noise. <laughs> FF5. Final <laughs> Fantasy 5. Final Fantasy 5. Mm-hmm. Last but not least. Oh. The Family. It's spelled P H Amley. <laughs> Mother of <laughs> crap. You've got to be crapping me here. Mother of crap, you've got to be crapping my crap. I'm, oh that man, that is. my soul. Oh, that's so crapped up. I'm I'm on their first album, Business Up Front, Party in the Back, <laughs> oh. is the name of it. And I'm looking at the cover at mm-hmm. all the members of the band. And it's five white guys and one eagle. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I, I do want to play the first uh, the first track off this album mm-hmm. because it's called Cadillac Funk, and Funk is it P H? It what? <gasps> better. It's P H U N Q U E. I hate everyone. Letters mean things. <laughs> you can't just. It's not a letter buffet. No, you it's can't just take. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. This is like P.O.D. But this does slap. <laughs> this, this actually does slap. I, I'm uh, ashamed to admit it. Uh, yeah, like this ain't your grandma's Toby Mac. This ain't your uncle's Petra. This is... Uh, it, it, obviously problematic. But it does slap. Yeah. I will say a gym is the dance or die music video. Okay. I mean, I I don't know. I'll play the song. Okay. But I encourage our listeners at home. Okay. Well, listeners, we'll give you a second to go on to YouTube.com, <laughs> queue up the music video, and uh, 
we'll start the song in three, two, one. Is this Europe? Oh, was this on Drive? (laughs) Heath, is my brain broken or does this go a little bit? This goes a little bit. Okay. Oh well, now now that part's over. Yeah, the part where it's good. Okay, well look, we we can't we can't we're not rating here. No, you're right because this isn't tune talk. Right. But I do I do love the the bands that Christian contemporary music like accidentally makes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes Christian contemporary music like cranks out these bands that have no idea what they're supposed to be doing <laughs> in a way that's really authentic and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's an audio adrenaline situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They, they, they make these bands that go, how come we can't do rap rock and techno? Synth. Yeah. 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 God. It's a real Airbud situation. Like, show me, show me where in the rule book we can't do this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an Airbud sitch, mm-hmm. and there's something really authentic and very cool about that. It's it's Christian contemporary music is way better with like genre play. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. they kind they. they Christian contemporary has a fun way of like fanficking <laughs> genres a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm just gonna give that a a, a praise hands. Like, yeah. A good mm-hmm. thumbs up. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So uh, let's go into Christian uh, forums advice. Thank you, Joey, for FF for Final Fantasy Family Force <laughs> Five Iron Frenzy. <sighs> uh huh. Man. So, so we're we're giving advice now. On yeah, Christian. we're giving advice oh, so to a man named Jason Licklider on ChristianForums.net. Oh, unfortunate last name. Yeah, it's, that is unfortunate. Didn't mm-hmm. change it for the forum. You don't have to use your real name. Yeah, you can you can go by whatever you want online. Yeah. Or maybe that is his changed name. <laughs> his real name is Kurt Eichenwald. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the name of the so, post. Yes. Time crystals? <laughs> Question mark? And quantum computers. Here's the post. Looks like science has now brought us time crystals. <laughs> well, the day has come. Science finally gave us time crystals. <laughs> what? Last year, I was watching a show on Netflix. He used two words, net and then flip. <laughs> About quantum computers and the sub-atomic level. They said quantum computers use binary like our computers today. It uses zero and one and zero and one at the same time. Well, about five days ago, an article on the internet caught my eye about quantum computers, so I decided to read to see how things were coming along. (laughs) Like he's the boss of quantum computing? 
better check in on these peons. He said he's, he's really undercover bossing it, like yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> undercover boss babying it. Oh no! <laughs> now the CPU will be made with time crystals. I had no idea what that was, so I searched it and read the wiki about it. It's a man-made crystal where they took ions from a diamond and made it 4D. You may not have heard about time crystals yet, but a simple Google search and Wikipedia will get you up to speed about it. I thought God made the Earth for us to live the 3D realm. (laughs) Okay, this would be the place he wanted us to go. I also thought space, the 4D realm, was his playground and spirit realm. Okay, I just want... Oh, is that is that it? No. Sounds like, to me, they stole from God, but I'm not sure on that. Do you think God would have a problem with us using time crystals? What do you think? No responses. This was from June of last year. You know... Uh- over here at the Praise Down, we get this question a lot. <laughs> Is God mad about us using time crystals? Yeah. Really quickly, I do want you to imagine someone just shouting that <laughs> from the top of a mountain. <laughs> climbs like up, Bruce Almighty. Gets <laughs> two time crystals in his hands yelling, Did we steal from God? <laughs> He's climbing the mountain with the crystals in his hands. He doesn't have a pouch. He finally gets to the top, huffing and puffing, his clothes all torn up from having to <laughs> getting caught on rocks and it's, such. It's cold as he- heck. But he's mm. still so sweaty and red from the exertion. Mm-hmm. And he gets up, falls to his knees, <laughs> arms outstretched, and yells, Does God get mad if we use time crystals? <laughs> So for the listeners at home, it's okay to not be up to speed on this stuff. That's what we're here for. Yeah. You may have heard of quantum computing. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, it hasn't hit the news quite yet. Time crystals. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. But don't you worry. Our time crystal correspondent, Alex Sanchez, is here to help. Basically what a time crystal is, is they took some ions from a diamond and they made it 4D. Now, now, 4D is God's spirit realm and playground. How many... Ha- wait, back up. Back up. Explain like I'm 3D and 5. Mm-hmm. How many Ds was a diamond before? Three. Okay. Diamond was three Ds. Where did it get the other D? Uh, from us stealing some of its ions. <laughs> Those ions were keeping it in 3D. Wait a minute. And now it's free to go into the 4th D. Wait a minute. You're telling me we took things out of the diamond and it gained a dimension? Well, yeah. Those ions were what was holding it in place in three dimensions. Oh, man. My, my freaking brain is smoking. Yeah. It's so much to... Oh, no. Yeah. So we all know 4D is God's playground. Mm-hmm. But what if we could use God's playground to do more efficient posts? <laughs> what if we could get enter God's playground and that way Twitter would refresh faster? <laughs> of all the things you would use with 
the power of accessing the fourth dimension. Post. Twitter. I would want to see posts from other dimensions, probably. Ooh, that. I mean, mm. that's true. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I bet. Right. I, I bet in. Um. I bet in another Twitter dimension, there's <laughs> like a like Christian weird Twitter. Man. In what way? Ex- like you know, uh, like like drill, right. except there's sort of like a, a weird Christian bent a, a, to cr- it. a Christian weird Twitter sphere where people talk about um, Tim Allen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Get, let's try to come up with one 2012 era Christian weird tweet. Oh, here, how about I just Twitter mash up Drill and Joel Osteen? So what is there Drill? I am it's at Drill. He's a Twitter account. Uh, he's the like he's the uh, he's responsible for a lot of memes and posts. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, no Twitter sphere. Yeah, D R I L is the name. Okay. It's been around since like '09. It's at oh drill. Wint. Yeah, Wint. Okay. At drill. Uh, for the listeners at home. He is based out of Philadelphia, and his bio reads, philosophy expert, cruel angel, warfare guru. <laughs> he also has a Patreon if you would like to move your 10% tithe to his Patreon. I, I was a supporter of Drill's Patreon until I <laughs> changed debit cards. <laughs> I just haven't re-upped. Okay, so just, like you said, just being weird. Just like, yeah, just weird posts that people really love and share. Yeah. Okay. Um... I've got to put a I've got to put a moratorium on the cusses because this is copy I'm reading. Okay, okay. Ooh. I've I've done a tweet mashup on Drill mm-hmm. and Joel Osteen, mm-hmm. and this is kind of <gasps> and this is kind of the the Twitter dimension that we can look. This is time crystals are responsible for me doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a tweet: God doesn't waste anything. It's all a part of the process. The difficulties, the delays the front page of the internet, and yet, in the year 2018, I'm called a bastard for saying this. <laughs> Can we have someone make a a bot that mashes up Joel Osteen's tweets and uh, what's Drill's, Drill's tweets? tweets? Probably. Some, okay, here's another because, one. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll do a couple more. Uh-huh. Sometimes God will put a promise in your heart that's hard to believe. Let the seed... There's a lot of birds and they all got to eat. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> I got to not crack up while I'm reading these. Let the seed. There's a lot of birds and they all got to eat. Beautiful. Wow. And let's do one more. Yes. Oh, there's all caps in this one. Okay. Okay. The seed can't flourish in bad soil. God has given you what you need them more than anything. More than anything. <laughs> wow. That's... Okay, this one just says, I could not help you, comma, dot, dot, dot. Let's, okay, we got to reach a verdict before we can move on. Is God mad about 4D? <laughs> Is God mad that his kids found 4D? I think, I think you can't pull that thread. I think that mm-hmm. if you ask if God is mad about a piece of technology... You got to ask if God is mad about other pieces of technology, yeah, like and then planes. you're you've moved to the woods and you're just bashing rocks together until you die. And then you're just Ted Kaczynski, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think we I think humanity found 4D fair and square. I think humanity uncovered time crystals mm-hmm. fair and square, and 
I think at just the right and, time too. And and God is just, and He understands this. Like you know, God understands that we as humans need a crystal that will potentially allow us to jump sideways to a parallel universe where the Earth isn't ending. Yeah, if he wants yeah. his if he wants his kids to survive, right? He knows we need time crystals. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's how we get to heaven. Is with the time crystals. Whoa! Oh, no, what if one of the dimensions is just heaven? Oh man, <sighs> I hope it is. Yeah, same. All right, let's move into tune talk. Tune talk. Tune talk. All right, buckle down. We're gonna get into some tune talk right now. So Molly, tell us what we're tell us what we're taking a big bite out of today. What yeah, album are we? We are so here in Hex Kitchen, we're taking a big old bite <laughs> from the platter uh-huh. known as Mute Math. Okay. Uh, what 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 album is are we serving for the main course? Oh, so you see, the popular dish is mm. their self titled album. However, mm. my personal chef's choice. Mm-hmm. Is Armistice okay? I've got Armistice pulled up. We we spent a lot of time on interview just because it was yeah. real it, very insanely good. interesting, <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna really. So yes. I've, I've got a fun. I've, I think I've got a good way to structure this and mm-hmm. keep it tight. Give us a brief rundown on what the album means to you. Yes, and we're going to we're going to gong show it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me. I'm gonna pull it up right now just so I can look at the different. So. This album, does it say what year it came out? Oh, nine. So, yes. Mm. Um, so it came out kind of before my, my deconstruction, like I mentioned in high school. Um, but it kind of became this thing that sort of put to music the questions that I had and those doubts that I had. Um, I believe the song, I think it's Clipping, is the one that kind of embodied how I felt at during that time. Uh, like, I even had, I remember showing this song to a close friend of mine who went to the same church as me and being like, hey, what do you think this guy is saying with these lyrics? And he listened to it. And he said, I think the guy is kind of like, I don't know what I believe anymore. Like, what's going on? And then I remember I just kind of sat there like, yeah. Because I told him, you know, this song means a lot to me. I really like this song. And that was really kind of my way of trying to get him to ask me uh, without. Because I was still so afraid. Yeah, you kind of wanted somebody to go, are you okay? Yeah. 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 Well, let's let's start with that one then. Okay. And and then we just go linear, maybe. Yeah, this is it. This owns already. I'm into it. Wait for the beat. Okay, I'm waiting. Ooh. This shares a lot of bones with Earth Suit still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Piano? 
Ooh. This is so nice. Right? It hasn't got to the chorus yet, okay. which is... Is this the... No, it's not. I'm okay. not sure how many seconds you need to skip forward yeah, for Yeah, it's it, all right. We'll get there. Yeah, it'll be there. It'll be quick. Okay. insane choices mm -hmm. on that vocal line the vocal mm -hmm. melody is nuts i love that i can't believe that mm -hmm. and there's and there's really no uh, sort of subtlety um about this sort of conveying pain and confusion mm -hmm. which um i don't think is a subject that often needs subtlety yeah and it's something that doesn't get explored enough in christian music yeah, like I said, positivity or else, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the, the the Christian music that gets uh, ragged on so often is the stuff that pretends nothing's wrong. Yeah, yeah. the stuff that's like, oh, it's it's <laughs> it's crapped up with me is mm. the good stuff. Yeah, let's let's go uh, to the next one. Oh. You, you can also tell this was made during a time that Muse was popular. Yes, you can. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think that kind of authenticity shows because if I'm remembering correctly, I think while this album was being written was when the guys in the band were going through a similar kind of deconstruction okay. phase. Because Mute Math isn't, um, Mute Math is not a Christian band yeah. TM, right? Yes. Okay. No. Which, I mean, like they... Their albums were sold in Mardell's, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, it was more of like Christians that are making music, kind of like Paramore. Uh, They've actually Christian said this. Christian said, adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know Paramore was. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I, I know in an interview they said that because someone asked them about it, and they said, "Our goal isn't to." preach in our songs but we you know we are christians yeah. but we're not we don't want to sing about it yeah at a certain point you have to be honest about your struggles in your life yeah and sometimes that's just you talking about your faith regardless of if you're a christian band mm -hmm. did coldplay ever do that or were they, was coldplay just like an honorary christian band i think they're kind of an honorary yeah, christian band like you too yes <laughs> well because i mean bono was Bono notoriously Bono yeah. is but so you want to you, you want to take this from the top and yeah that well that was the third song yeah so I figured yeah let's go back up to the top the nerve mm -hmm. ooh again wait for the drums sure they're just they're good at taking you there ooh They set you down, they pl really plop you down in an interesting world immediately, which I always love. Yeah, it's the lyrics. Great. 
I love that. Mm-hmm. And the chorus literally is just set it on fire. Bad <laughs> ass. I uh, almost swore, but I'm not going to. That's I'll give that a, a heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. That's bad, bad applesauce. Bad applesauce. That right Good there will make the devil want to lift up its curtails or coattails and flee. Who, who is who is <laughs> drumming on this album? Uh, so he actually performed at the Tower Theater not too long ago. No way. Darren King, or DK the drummer. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is a machine. He is fantastic. Okay. But Darren King. Wow. Mm-hmm. This Darren King fella. He yes. can really pound some skins. He's so in later albums they because they became known for those interesting beats mm. that you know, and so they tried to come away from that, and their fan base wasn't having it. They oh. were like, "This is what we love about you guys." Oh, did Why they, are you trying did to they want to do a thing where? Oh, did they try to be like, "Oh, we're more melodic now"? Or? Yes, and they had simpler drum beats and Ringo Starr. I mean, it was still good, but it wasn't the mute math that you came to know and love. And ultimately, Darren ended up leaving the band. Mm. What it, What's Darren up to now? He is now DK the drummer. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he tours with his wife, who and also, writes with also, her. Also drums. <laughs> yeah, he drums for her, but then mm. has his own kind of show. Okay. It's it's thing. more of a one man show thing he's up to now. Yes, I think he ha- he will have instrumentalists with him okay. on his Instagram. It showed there was someone doing kind of synth type things, and then there was someone playing violin, but mm-hmm. it was run through a ton of pedals, and so it was very cool. It was really cool. What's our next mm-hmm. song? Our next song is "Backfire." Jeez, yeah. Yeah, it's really melodically sparse, except mm. for the vocals. Mm-hmm. The guitar is almost... The guitar lines are almost accenting the rhythm lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like they're, they're... Yeah. It's like they're there just for sort of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like that... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that little... Uh, that Brazilian instrument, the... Oh, oh, the one that goes... Oh. <laughs> Uh, next, we've got Spotlight. Which was actually featured on the Twilight movie soundtrack. I see. You that know, means you know what? Jill good, knows it. You know what? Good for them. Good for them. <gasps> they, everything I can tell they deserve to. Yeah. They deserve that. Oh, wait. Awesome. All these intros are so interesting. Right? Because they're, they're never pretty. But they always take you there. Big fan of these claps. Right. 
Ready? Yeah. This makes me want to get good at driving so I can win a race. <laughs> the alternative soundtrack to drive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Or it's prequel, Baby Driver. Ooh. That would be a fun game is just rescore drive with a bunch of different... What do, you think I, what do you think I do all day? <laughs> it's probably that. <laughs> I'll just keep seeing it. It's okay. it's poppy in a way that doesn't feel obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. Also, I don't know who's I, I don't know who's producing those sort of atmospheric setups, but they're very nice. And yeah, yeah they're not they're not outright satisfying. They're they're mm -hmm. leading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I think the self-titled is the only one they produced under their like a label. And that after that, they produced their own records. Yeah. I'm 99% sure. And I only know this from the Jarvix episode, but they got mad that that uh, Warner's uh, Christian music label sold their album at a Mardell. Yes. Because that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh -huh. And I think they just kind of got fed up and self-produced from then on. Yeah. Mm. Fun fact... Jarvix and I went to a Mute Math concert together wow. in Dallas. How was it? It was magical. Of course. It was so good. Whenever I was looking through um, and listening through some of the earlier podcasts and I saw that he talked about Earthsuit, I got so excited. Um, it's but an all-timer, that episode. It's one of our best episodes. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. The whole Toy Story alternative thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. Uh, but anyways... Yeah, so I had two tickets to the show, and I was like, anyone want another ticket? And he was like, yeah, I'll go. And Which I knew him from open mic night and yeah. things like that. And the mm -hmm. whole time he's like, thanks for coming with me. Like, I know I'm not fun. And I'm like, <sighs> you are so much fun. Like, yeah. we had s such good conversation. We nerded out about music. It was, it was a beautiful car ride. It was great. We had so much fun. I could only hope to go on the road with Jarvix sometime. It was. I love him. So, yeah, Evan, if you're listening, you are a magical human being, and we love you. And we, we don't deserve you. We really no, don't. we know you're listening, and we don't deserve you. Yeah. You are from the fourth dimension. The, yeah. fo the fourth dimension code. <laughs> God's playground. God's. <laughs> the dimension code. Fourth. God's playground. What's the next song? Yeah. The next song is called No Response. Okay. The most straightforward one we've heard yes. so far. The normalist one, yeah. This album isn't like front loaded, is it? Mm -mm. Pretty strong all the way through? Yes. Good. Oh, the title track's three from the back. Oh. Sparse again. Mm -hmm. This is also the softest one. Mm -hmm. it's also, this also this is probably the slowest and the softest one so far, and it mm -hmm. drives. Yes, and that was my least favorite. Is it that one? Okay. Yes, I think just musically wise. Whenever mm -hmm. I first listened to the album all the way through, mm -hmm. it was one of those 
that I was like, this is very straightforward. I've come to appreciate it later on. Sure. And now I still like it and like the the lyric wise enjoy it. But on first listen, going from all these very interesting musically type mm. songs and then like you said, this very straightforwardness. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it when bands do strip down songs mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. And I like I like the sound of that one. Yeah, yeah I like seeing the the bones a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like listening to music that it sounds like I could make if I tried hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh next we got Pins and Needles. This one lyrically is really really cool. We may not get to all the good I ones, know. so hit I us know, with I the know, gems know, after we're done. I think it's my favorite one so far. That song owns. It's yeah, so yeah, we're all big fans of that one. Mm-hmm. Love the 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 delay mm-hmm. on those sounds is so much and mm-hmm. so good. They just really went for it. Mm-hmm. This band, this band plays like they know what the best part of the band is, and it's the drums. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they don't try to outplay the drums they don't try to outperform the drums they try to fit inside yes they try to fit inside the rhythm section which i really like because they're they know what their strength is and they're playing to it mm-hmm. what do we got next uh next we got goodbye oh it's so good Ooh. A little disco action this is the most oh nine feeling so far very like Apple Store core. Yeah. Feels like Phoenix. Yeah. Man, yeah. There's a lot of Earth Suit in here, and there's a lot of Phoenix in here, and yeah. there's a lot of Muse in here. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that one is more normal than Spotlight. Or uh no response. The no response, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very poppy. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's bad. No. No, not no. at all. And I, I I think it's a lot of fun. And I think especially following up that very heavy yeah. kind of meditative song, they're like, Okay, let's disco. Yeah, bring it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's next? Odds. Ooh. And they go right back into it. Yeah, this is dark. 
looking for the same. Oh, weird. Be careful how you frame your arguments, your arguments. We've been given all we can, and it finally showed the end of our tolerance, our tolerance. I know it's hard to say. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rhythmically insane yes. in that first verse. So we can all agree here that the sound and the execution is absolutely top-notch. While we get to the rest of the record, I want us to be thinking about what makes them, what makes this record a good Christian record. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any like preliminary thoughts on that? I will say this, I'm kind of the oddball in regards to the Mute Math fan base. Sure. In that this is the least liked album. Really? Yes. Well, that's wild. Yes. Um, and I think it's because, I think I remember during this, if I'm remembering correctly, they had written an entirely different album, and then scratched it all and they thought about disbanding and that's where odds came from was that they were thinking about breaking up but they're like no let's just try to do this even if this is our last record let's do this Mm -hmm. and so i think because it came from such pain which i don't know if that makes it a good christian album in regards of being popular but Mm -hmm. i think it was healthy in the sense of going into those deeper, darker kind of things. Mm-hmm. Christians don't really get a place for catharsis. Yeah. And this is a good source of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, that's true. Um, do the, what are the usual sort of thematic elements on other mute math albums? Could you summarize those? I honestly don't know if I can. I mean, I don't know about theme-wise, just because this one was such, I attached to so much lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones are different in regards to sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Spotlight is kind of s- more similar to the self-titled album, which is arguably fans favorite mm-hmm. uh, odd soul I'm trying to remember the themes in odd soul I think it kind of goes into if I'm remembering correctly again I haven't visited these other albums in a while it goes into that other side of kind of reconciliation yeah 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 yeah. um but also goes into not only like kind of reconciliation 
with a higher power, i.e. God, but also with like your fellow human. Okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of building a case here. I think I let's let's have the next song. How many more do we got? We've got four more. Okay. Up next we've got Electrify. Which fans did not like because this is the only song in any album that they go like talk about a girl, basically. Okay. So mm. yeah. This is a little horny. Yes. And mute math fans are notoriously Valso. <laughs> totally fun. I hope that yeah. one day she might take me home and lose control. Oh yeah, and it—it's the only song. song. So in that whole fighting of creating during this creation of this album, I think a part of it was who wrote the songs because the drummer Darren King and the vocalist were the main writers, mainly Darren, and then the would produce it musically, and then the vocalist would come back and write the melody and lyrics for it. But um, the other members wanted more say in the writing process and so that was a song that one of the guitarists wrote uh, and I think it was kind of like a include this on the album or I'm gonna be gone that's kind of wow. how it seemed so but that was I guess there was like an uproar of it people were very upset it it seems like it does the least good job of fitting in on this oh one. for sure It might have been. I'm not sure. Jill asked if it was a single on the radio. It seems like it has the most single potential, though. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What, what we got next? I'm not sure. Spotify is telling me that I'm... Oh, no. There it is. Armistice. The title track. Love those claps. Ooh. And cue the horns. Oh, Team Horns. Big win for Team Horns. Delightful. Isn't it? This is great. I'm having a great time with this one. (laughs) All of these vocal melodies... I want to read a little bit, a little quote from yeah. Paul Meany about this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyone who thinks the first album is perfect will hate this new record. <laughs> if you heard the first record and like some stuff about it, but thinks, but think things could improve, you may like it. It's important for us to change up the formula. We thought we were writing the new album for the last two and a half years on the road, but found out we weren't. We just started three months ago, Whoa. which is kind of what you were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of getting some background. I like I like that idea. Uh that that sort of craving reinvention is really good. Let's have another track. This is Lost Year. Yeah, very different. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they abandoned a lot of the things that made them strong for that yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They tried to play to not their strengths. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, they, th- that may have been, I don't know if they think of things like this. I don't know what their songwriting process is, but maybe they just wanted a, they just wanted to make the soundscape of the record a little bit more diverse. Mm-hmm. Which later they bring in some strings that have very interesting melody harmonies. And mm-hmm. so it gets a little weirder towards the end of the track. But, yeah, it is kind of a, wait, what's going on whenever that track starts? Yeah, I, I hate it when ballads feel obligatory. Yeah. Mm, ooh, that's true. Yeah. That, yeah. I was like, all right, well, we're going to do one, and this well, is going to be the one. We we better make sure people know we're definitely sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> we we have fruit and feelings too. Come yeah. on. Uh up next we've got Burden. Mm. Tim Burden. Spooky, yeah. Love this. Huh. Is that like heavily delayed and distorted ready. plucked violin? Get ready. Oh. Whoa. All the shoulder shimmies from Alex Sanchez. How can you hear this song and not want to shimmy? I can't stop shimmying. Delightful. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. They they got through the ballad in their back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that the last one? That or? was it. Wow. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Um I I kinda I kinda think I know what I'm gonna do. Do you guys um do you guys want to roll into final thoughts in a moment? Yeah, let's sure. do it. I'm gonna go ahead and I just know what I'm gonna score on. Got it. Then do you want to go first? Well, first, Molly, we oh yes, we discussed Family Force Five because we had to. Our previous <laughs> guest, our previous guest Joey, told us that we should. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good suggestion, Joey. Yes. Thank you. Thank um, you, Joe. 
it's your turn now to give us a piece of Christian media, tangentially Christian media, okay. hopefully something we could share easily with our next guest for you to recommend to us. Okay. I don't know how easily it can be shared. I mean, if they listen to it, it's not. Mm-hmm. It, if, if it's like a, if it's like a short video or mm-hmm. um, some or some music or wh- wh- whatever, whatever sounds fun to you. Could I recommend another podcast? I'm not mad about that. Yeah, that sounds fun. Okay, it's the the podcast I mentioned earlier. It's called the Liturgists Podcast. Okay. It's where art, science, and faith meet. It is hosted by a gentleman by the name of Science Mike. He's the one who grew up Southern Baptist, uh, turned atheist, had a supernatural encounter, and has rebuilt his faith. And then Michael Gunger, who used to be a worship leader, kind of in that whole famous worship leading type thing, Mm -hmm. then was like, this is a bunch of crap. Mm. and then now has rebuilt his faith. And so it's very much um, Christians, skeptics, atheists alike listen to this podcast. Okay, They will even have meetings uh, in different parts of the country where people can come and have like a live taping of the podcast. Um, And again, it's very much like whoever wants to come, like let's talk about this. And so for me, moving from that facade heavy religion Mm -hmm. it was very comforting knowing there were other people that had this same view and that's the same podcast where they talked to that duke professor that kind of went into how she encourages people her students to pray huh that's awesome we'll check it out the liturgies yes there are lots of good ones in there there's one about a evolution Uh uh-huh it's real good uh there's one by a pastor named Rob Bell who goes into the I know the about Bible. Rob Bell. Oh, I know mm-hmm. Rob Bell. Yeah. I have a bunch of Rob Bell DVDs yes. at my house, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got to go through those. We so. do. Yes, it's it's a lot, but it is very, very good. We'll, we'll check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm giving it a, a quick DL. Mm-hmm. It's time for final thoughts. You yes. Guys. Final thoughts. Thank you. I love love this. I, I'm loving these free stingers. <laughs> I will I will record however many stingers you want. I'll go first. Like I said, the the thing to discuss is not the sound because the sound mm-hmm. is absolutely what it's supposed to be. Like what it, the thing it's trying to being. It, gosh, dang. The thing it's trying to be is what it is. Mm. It's accomplished that. Like it's it's got like this sort of this weightless sort of uh almost sort of futurist mm-hmm. sound that Earthsuit has. Cyberpunk but, a little bit. Yeah. It has the poppiness that Phoenix has, and it has like the intensity that good era Muse has. Mm-hmm. And it it's all those things. The rhythm section is out of this world. Even the less busy songs still manage to like maintain tension. The sound is good. That's what I'm saying. Like the sound is for the thing that it is, it's impeccable. What I want to kind of explore is if it's a good Christian rec- record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very 
like book of Ecclesiastes, like it's angry, it's uh, misanthropic, it it's very candid about doubts and struggles. Aside from that one, um, electrify. Uh, ex- aside from electrify, which is not part of this album, mm-hmm. if you ask me. <laughs> it's yeah. Judas. It's non-canonical. It's non-canonical. It's it's Gnostic mute math. Right. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't fit into the rest of the album, but there that, that sort of like dust in the wind. Let's let's burn the let's burn the dang earth down. You know what is this world anyway? It it you know. It's kind of it's bad. I think let's get rid of it. Mm. Um, and it, it's it's this sort of like prophetic Christian nihilism that you see in the Book of Ecclesiastes. Yeah. But what else is there, right? There's no um, not that I detected, and I'm not a lyrics guy, but I was trying. I was doing my best. What else is there? What is 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 there an answer to that? Mm-hmm. Does there need to be an answer there? I think not. I think this is just a deconstructive record. Of your faith, maybe of of your of whatever your outlook on the world is, it's yeah. or whatever the songwriter's outlook of the world is, it's just deconstructive of that, and it's kind of speaking to the importance of always deconstructing and always trying to improve things and always trying to like purify things through flame, basically. Mm. So I'm I'm giving Armistice a ten, no Judas. Yeah, yeah. Molly? Or I can... You, you, all, you can give a speech if you want, or you can just give a rating. I, I like yeah. to... Yeah. No, I mean, I would agree. I would agree with you, but mm-hmm. obviously I'm biased. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, 10. No Judas. 10, mm-hmm. no Judas. I mean, yeah, you did. You really knocked it out of the park. The sound, I, I love... I love the world building they do here. Because it's so immediate. It Even the build-ups take you to the place where you're going to be for the rest of the song immediately it just Mm -hmm. lets it gives you a second to get acclimated to all right this is here's where we're at now let me tell you this good story and i think uh, other intros sometimes feel indulgent yeah just here's here's the best guitar riff you're going to hear in the entire (laughs) song right right at the top then we're going to get out of the singer's way right yeah but the intros to this feel like in- intros, and I know that sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't feel like indulgent intros, right. is what. Yeah, yeah. They get they get you ready for the very cool stuff that happens in the rest of the song, mm-hmm. and just the use of you never hear Christian music with that many pedals oh, and yeah. effects mm-hmm. on it. Uh, it's it's very delightful. I also give it ten disciples, no Judas, mm-hmm. which inducts this album <gasps> into the, the Fishers, Fishers of, of Men Club. Club. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Mute Math. You propped up a winner. We're all doing hand-on-leg <laughs> claps. One-handed <laughs> hand-on-leg claps. Way to go, Armistice. Way to go. Yeah. You, you've done it. Woody-hoo. They said you couldn't, but you did. Well, we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done it. Um... It is finished. We have done it. Molly, where can the good people who listen to this podcast find you online? They can find me on the interwebs at Hello Malls. And that's for Instagram and Twitter. So it's H E L L O M O L L Z. 
Where can where can they find String and Sound? At stringandsound.com. And where can they find your EP when it comes out? Links will be on my social media. It will be pushed via social media. Very cool. good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, um, let's just extend some quick thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Jill for sitting yes. in and uh, and watching the knobs and mm-hmm. not the knobs and things. The, the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Jarvix for our intro. Yes. Mm. Thank you to Molly for our talk of the walk stinger. Yeah. And <laughs> and thank you to Wampus for our tune talk stinger. Thank you to Cameron Brewer for uh, Holy Ghost riding the whip. And a special thanks to Good Trash Media for, for being our friends and our podcast father. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get out of here. We're going to uh, end this episode of The Praise Down with the same classic sign-off mm-hmm. that we... Uh, that we always that we always in this dang show with. We've we've had the same one forever. You all know it. Let's all say it together. <laughs> uh, if you, d- uh. hmm. Yeah, it is my turn. Probably take your uh, br- bring your sandals. If you're going to go walking with the Lord, you better bring your sandals because it's going to be a long way. Of, well, of walking. Of walk. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. What, 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 what,